you know, if you are listening to us, like we Still. will, we will be useful assets. Okay. Just please contact us a little more directly next time <laughs> and finish your sentences. I mean, really like we do appreciate what you do out there, whatever it is. Yeah. Framing Muslims or whatever. Um, <laughs> who are you talking to there? Nobody. Yeah. 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 We, it was, it was, it was, it was an experience. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Here's the funny thing. It's like, we don't even know. What's really interesting would be like how much of what Tom told us is going to shake out because yeah. because but I mean, basically, there there are two basically possibilities. Either Tom Arnold is a maniac who just fed us insane mm-hmm. horseshit that made us paranoid <laughs> just, red pill just for, for, his no own, reason, for his own for, amusement for, yeah. or 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 a, a particular version of Spygate and Russiagate are all real. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, it's 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 like either of those are, you know, c- kind of fucked up. Obviously. I well, mean, and that's I mean, that's what uh, I mean, that's what, uh, you know, um, from my understanding, it's kind of what Tom was basically saying is he's like, it's not some big fucking cover up. It's not some big conspiracy. It's just that Trump is fucking greedy. He had all of these fucking business contacts that he didn't want to fucking let go of. And and everybody knew that they knew it's, that that dirt but was it's on not him just because Trump. It's, like, it's not a cover up because they're not ashamed. Yeah. Yeah. That's why it's not a cover up. They don't think yeah. there's anything wrong with it until it gets as ugly as trump that's it it's just fucking aesthetic yeah and the thing is and the thing is exactly exactly is that this probably goes on all the time with all presidential candidates and all fucking presidents but the thing is is like the smelly kid fucking won the popularity contest or actually actually, technically not he won the electoral call but whatever (laughs) like the the fucking smelly kid that nobody likes who they know is a fucking loser and they know is a piece of shit fucking won the shit and they're like oh well we know all the fucking dirt on this guy let's fucking let's bring it out let's 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 get him hosed yeah you know and so like let's yeah. get him hosed let's yeah. get him fucking hosed there but god god <laughs> uh i like that the two others are more manic than me somehow this episode yeah 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 i mean it's 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 i mean it's like yeah i don't i don't know like what to react it's like but it's like usually, travis is this by the way is this ideal <laughs> I just want to know. It's, it's, no, it's not ideal. There's like no, 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 no situation is ideal. But but yeah, but like it's like usually like like my you know it's like I try to like abide by the like principles of like 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 skepticism mm-hmm. and uh, it's sort of like I even when I'm like applying those principles, try to apply those principles in this case, they're they're They, they lead me down a manic road. Yes. Yeah. He used to be a yeah. stoic, but he's walked into the vomitorium and he's on his third meal. <laughs> it's, yeah. Yeah. yeah Cause you start looking into the shit that fucking like, you start looking into the shit that Tom is talking about, and then mm. you start cross fucking referencing it yeah. with like fucking like oh. big media reports. Yesterday, my and brain was breaking. Was. I literally, it I was w- in the worst mood by the end of the day. I was. I, I had was to do so the Trump Epstein fu- stuff. I was. You're right. Trump Epstein. I was you're, fucking. Pissed. You want like red pilled me more than fucking anything else? More Let's than, just say pilled because it's not red. Right. right. Just it's got just pilled. Yes, right. It's just fucking pilled. You want pilled? You want pilled me more than anything else? Uh, like that was when was when I was researching my uh, bits about Jerry Falwell Jr. and what cross referencing what Tom was saying. And then I started finding articles, mainstream media articles that started citing, uh, you know, a source familiar with the situation citing or citing uh, uh, according to a source familiar with uh, close to Michael Cohen or whatever. And I started reading this. I started cross-referencing what those articles said with what Tom told us. I realized, 
holy fucking shit, Tom Arnold is the source. Yeah. That's the Mm -hmm. only way this makes sense. And I realized like, oh, oh, wait, 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 wait. So wait, wait. So Tom Arnold is slowly feeding information to the media, creating uh, these news stories anonymously. So we have Tom. He also acts as like a Dropbox for the FBI. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, exactly. Exactly. So he's collecting information and apparently distributing information for Mm -hmm. for the FBI. And also he is uh, obviously a big Hollywood star. And also he is feeding information to the media anonymously so yes so so yes we have intel hollywood and uh, the msm all working together in one big club and there's like little daylight between those three it's fucked yeah (laughs) now how do you think roseanne fits into all this like do you think that her becoming she doesn't do you think her becoming she doesn't she's a woman she doesn't actually fit in this very few women are allowed to participate you have to be like hillary clinton or near a tandem to get a fucking seat at the table and to do that you literally have to turn a blind eye for 30 years while your fucking husband does awful shit yeah you know he did you have to eat a baby fucking frazzle drip is real (laughs) (laughs) that's what frazzle drip really is it was near a tandem and and hillary clinton's hazing (laughs) ritual to get into the boys club <laughs> yeah, but do you think like the Roseanne shit? Like, do you think that her going full QAnon was kind of like a response to like what her ex like maybe was up to or not up to? I mean, the point. the way Tom question. told it is, and and this oh also my God, makes that's a good point. She, she's this, she's well positioned to be like maybe she doesn't know the specifics, but she's like Man, broadly this is true. Yeah, I mean, here's the, here's the other thing is is that you know the way Tom told it, I think also tracks for me personally is that you know she's kind of you know she said something super fucking racist. Uh, you know, she got canceled and then she saw like in her comments that there were a bunch of people being like, no, we believe in you. We love you. Like you didn't say anything fucked up. Like it's, it's the system that's messed up, not you. And, and that she kind of was like, oh, well, if, if I just kind of become a champion for like these people, like, I don't have to admit that I said something super fucking racist and like kind of, you know, admit that to myself, which, which also feels true to me in a way, because I know how fucking narcissistic people are in Hollywood, especially when you're at that kind of level of stardom. And so you know, to instead of admit that you had done something wrong, to just instead find a following that is okay with the wrong shit that you're doing is is almost an easier fucking turn. So I think it yeah. could be like one of the two, but but um, you know, I wonder, I wonder if if she in her own way is like a controlled opposite. Like I who fucking you, you want to know? You want to know what bummed me out the most about my Epstein and Trump uh, research? And Ghislaine Maxwell and all these people. Yeah. Is the amount of times that a Rothschild's name came up. I kid you not. Evelyn de Rothschild. Oh, they were all having a party at fucking the Rothschild. It's like, I just didn't enjoy seeing that. You know, and yeah. I, I, I know, again, it's one of those like by degrees, right? It's like not the Rothschilds control everything, but like, yeah, they're kind of part they're of this giant family, fucking yeah. shitty yeah, yeah, but so layer we, of rich, awful people yes, throwing parties and but yeah, not because they're Jewish, Jewish, just because they have the, a shit ton of money. money. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's like, money. Money was always the, the you know what? Uh, uh, anti-Semitism which should have always just been anti Anti-monetism, yeah. Monetism? Anti-monetism sure. is a word that it may or may not exist. Whatever it is. Uh, Give the, me your smokes. <laughs> Jake did, he's been on the jewel for a little while, and today he bought a pack of cigarettes. And like, like Travis said, he went home and fucking at, literally asked his wife to prep the whiskey I just for when he stepped out today. of the car. Yep, I just and needed that's, one. That's fair enough because it was so fucking funny because as everything fell apart for the first time ever, I was sober. 
Otherwise, <laughs> you guys would have been just joining me in my usual shit, which yeah. you almost never do. But in this case, it would have been the night, which yeah. I'm very glad I got sober right before. Me, because yeah, yeah. Me too. Me too. I, I actually did not want to see Travis that drunk. I'm glad I have not seen it because it would be kind of like... It's fine, like seeing fi- your dad cry. It's like, you fine, know? Yeah, it's like seeing your dad cry. <laughs> <laughs> God, we love you guys. Hopefully, you're not scared of what's yeah, next. But I'm or, fine. Yeah, I will or, say. Yeah. or scared yes, of us. Yes, yes. Travis saying he's fine, like I do. Yes. <laughs> oh, stop writing in. Stop asking if Travis is fine. He's fine. He's fine. Now I have in my hot little hands a totally authentic, uh, definitely not made up script. Uh, for an upcoming sequel of arguably the greatest action film of all time. Most expensive one until that point. Um, and then I wrote, and I thought since we have one of the original stars in the studio, perhaps he'd be willing to do a little table read. It wasn't going to happen. No, he's still there. Um, <clears throat> he's here. He's reading it. <laughs> so, without further ado, I bring you Q Lies. Somewhere on the outskirts of Washington, D.C., a nondescript white panel van is parked on a small, empty road. The sky above is pitch black. Inside the van, Albert Gibson, wearing a worn baseball cap and tactical vest, sits peering out of the windows of the van. A pair of night vision goggles glued to his face, the green light reflecting off of his eyes. What you got, buddy? Talk to me. Emerging from the shadows, Harry Tasker, his hulking muscles stuffed into a sleek black tuxedo, <laughs> crept along the side of a palatial mansion, the sounds of a swinging party emanating from within. Looks like I'm late to the party. Better late than never, buddy. Now get in there and show those pedo fuckers how we do things in DC. Albert flips a switch on a high-tech control panel built into the back of the van. A blue glow fills the van as various dials, switches, and monitors power up. Albert leans in, noticing movement in one of the monitors. Harry, watch your 12. You got a guard on a ciggy break. It's blocking the service door. Harry quickly stood up, began to walk casually towards the guard. And Harry, non-lethal force only. Director wants everyone alive. Copy? Harry lifted his wrist communicator towards his face and began making static noises with his mouth. Shh. Shh. Sorry, what was that? I can't hear you. Albert leaned back in his chair, chucking his hat across the table of Van's interior. God damn it, Harry. Harry sauntered up to the guard. Pardon me, uh, might I trouble you for a smoke? You see, I left mine in the taxi. The guard eyed Harry up and down for a quick beat before reaching into his pocket and producing a crumpled pack of camel Turkish silvers. But before he could reach into it, with one swift motion, Harry grabbed the guard's lit cigarette and jammed it straight into his eye. The sounds of sizzling flesh filled the quiet night. The guard crumpled to the ground, motionless. Didn't you know? Smoking kills. And with that, Harry ducked inside the service door, disappearing into the party inside the van. Albert leaned forward excitedly in his seat. He quickly grabbed a pair of headphones nearby and placed them over his ears. All right, he's in. Switching audio only. Go get him, Harry. Now inside the mansion, Harry glanced around, taking in his surroundings. The house reeked of opulence. Ancient Italian Renaissance pieces hung on the walls. Tables were stacked with fine silver and heaps of fancy-looking hors d'oeuvres. Harry immediately recognized dozens of prominent politicians. A balding man walked over to him. Excuse me, I, I don't think we've been introduced. Harry flashed a large, warm grin and extended his hand. Senator Schumer, so good to see you again. Keep up the good work. Chuck Schumer looked a little caught off guard, but nevertheless reached out and shook Harry's hand. Oh, uh, well, thank you. Yeah. No, 
If you'll excuse me, I need to find the little boy's room. Harry moved effortlessly through the crowd. He noticed Chelsea Clinton was staring at him thirstily from across the large ballroom. He lifted his communicator to his lips. No sign of Podesta. Inside the van, Albert was on his mobile phone, scrolling through the popular social media website, Twitter. I'm sure he's in there somewhere, pal. Just follow the sounds of the crying children. Okay, buddy? This isn't funny. You know, you're probably too late. It's the middle of the night, Harry. These people are fucking geriatrics. Probably have the sacrifices done by 9 p.m. and then call it a day, am I right? Stop talking. Copy that. Harry moved quickly down the long hallway, nodding and smiling at various guests as they walked past him. He reached a large set of double doors at the end of the hallway, glanced around quickly to make sure no one was watching, and slipped inside. He found himself in a large, sterile-looking staircase. I'm in. You've been listening to a premium episode sample of the QAnon Anonymous podcast. We refuse to allow corporate advertisement on our show. The goal is to be completely self-sustainable. For a fiver a month, you can support the podcast and get access to a weekly premium episode, plus all the ones we've already recorded. So visit patreon.com slash QAnon Anonymous and subscribe for five bucks a month. Thank you, guys. We love you.